Welcome everyone, episode 5 on week 8 of college football, it is the Free Money Podcast. I am Matt Jones and joining me as always is Drew Franklin sitting here live from the KS office where I've been posted up this week trying to write a book. Uh, Drew Franklin is here. He's here very often because he's a hard worker, and it's good to have you. It is wonderful to be here. I'm glad we're back this week. Yeah. I mean, th- there's no rhyme or reason to when we do these. <laughs> it just depends on if it's available. Um, next week, I think we probably can do one. The next week, we might not. And I'm sorry. But we are excited, and we also, in doing it, want to show people that we have the ability to do podcasts on somewhat of a consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, we're every other week right now. That's fine. I mean, it's not... are that much better when you finally get one. It's not what you want. Like, you want to be able to rely on podcast. Like, that's the hope. You look at it the wrong way. Think about the surprise you get when one pops up. <laughs> you don't know when one's going on. Yeah, if you're not expecting it, what a treat this is. Fair enough. Uh, so, Drew and I have also made a decision... If I don't run for office, because I won't be able to do it if I do, to be fair. But if I don't, we're going to do a succession podcast. Yes. We're Which gonna, we will have to keep up better than this one. That one will have to be sharp with it, because people are going to time their, their watching. Their viewing, yeah. Yes. I mean, we, we, we thought we'd do maybe one a week, and then hopefully we're back to it. We're, we've done them all by the time season three starts. That would be the goal. That, right. I don't know process. if that will be what happens, but it will be the goal. We'll attempt. It'll yeah, be a I mean, three-episode podcast. I like it because it'd be something we've never done before. Like, we've never really tried the idea of, you know, doing a television show. And you and I have thoughts yeah. on television shows. We do. So it should be good. And I don't think there's a lot of these about the show, right? I have not seen any. I still don't know anyone who watches the show. Maria, do you watch it? I don't understand why. Like, people, when I tell people to watch things, they do. And it's like with this one, they're like, shut up, Matt. I blame HBO because when it came out, I was even like, oh, what's this? I guess I'll give it a shot. There was no hyping it. There's no talking about it after it was on. The actors are all so good. They're all terrible people. Mm -hmm. No one has any redeeming value. No. There's no good guy. Have you ever seen a show where no one is redeeming, and you could make an argument no one is even likable. None of them are likable. Like, Greg is the only one I like. I like fake Macaulay Culkin. But he's so awful of he a is. human being. He's, I mean, he's just a really good smartass, and I appreciate you call him fake Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Abby and I, I went back and rewatched season two with her because she didn't watch it with me the first time. Yeah. In every episode, sometimes we're watching three a night, she would just go, are you sure that's not Macaulay Culkin? Well, go look at a picture of Macaulay Culkin now, and and now you can't see him without thinking of, of Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they look a lot alike. Um, it's great. And then we can talk about it episode by episode. Should be very exciting. Now, we, of course, allegedly talk about gambling here. I stopped gambling for a few weeks because I, I just I, I got busy and, and, you know, I hadn't done the research. Went back to it this week, 5-0. Oh. Did you see my picks? Went back to I did not. 
You went back to the well? Yeah, I went 5-0. and First time I've been 5-0 and in a long, long time. Got uh, uh, A&M cover, um, Maryland cover. There's a few of them. The under on Vandy, Missouri. You went with the under. You had strong thoughts about Vandy, Missouri. I felt like it was an underplay. I bet Missouri to cover, and then at halftime, bet for them to come back in the second half, and I lost both of those. That was all. Why are you so in on Missouri? Since I was watching the game, and I'm like, Vandy sucks. I'm watching them suck. How are they winning? This will eventually, you know, what's supposed to happen will happen in the second half. But maybe Missouri sucks. Why have we been overrun by flies? I mean, the, the, the amount of flies in this office. There are a lot of flies. And even in the restaurant, although it looks like they've killed most of the ones in the restaurant. Well, they sent them to the office. <laughs> what? How did they all get in here? This, I mean, why are there so many flies? I think they came in on a nice day when the doors were open and we closed the door and now they just live here. Okay. Many years ago when my mom ran for Commonwealth Attorney, we went to Kettle Island mm-hmm. and I was like nine years old and she was asking for votes from people and I was sitting on this man's porch and there were flies in my face because his whole house, I think, I think his house, he had a farm, I think he grew flies. <laughs> And he, there were flies in my face, and I kept swatting them. And I have this distinct memory of this big man from Kettle Island in overalls, chewing tobacco, looking at me and go, ain't you ever seen no flies, boy? <laughs> and I always think of that because I had seen flies, but I didn't, that didn't mean I liked them. Yeah. I feel like that right now. They're everywhere. And most people who own a restaurant don't go on a popular podcast and talk about their fly problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're good flies. They're the good kind. Listen. Or like my friend Corey said when he used to work in a restaurant, someone complained to him there was a bug in his food, and he said, shh, keep it down. We don't have enough to go around. (laughs) It's a good line by Corey. Corey's very He wanted them to feel special. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm sorry about the flies. But, I mean, I'm sure they won't be here tonight if you come for trivia or tomorrow night if you come for half-off wings. We're not going to be here for that. They're just here to win $50 for the home runs. Yeah, so again, couple. let me just do the bar plug for a second here. $50 every time there's a home run during the World Series. There were two last night. We gave away, that's $100. Um, it'll be there tonight, and I think the next game is on Friday. So you, uh, you should definitely come for that. The other thing is, in every NBA weekday game, so Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. You're not going to believe this, Maria. You're not going to believe it. Yeah, don't – stop typing. You're – I'm just kidding with you. I said stop typing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, every, every game this year, if you wear an NBA team hat, shirt, whatever, of a team that is playing, you get 25% off your meal. That seems like a really good deal. It's a great deal. I asked them to come up with some sort of NBA special, and they came up with that one, and I hope they ran the books on that. (laughs) I hope we crunched some numbers. I hope we did. That feels like pretty strong. Because if I'm somebody, I just buy a team shirt, and I can eat for 82 times this year. The shirt will pay for itself. Oh, yeah, it will. So... That's every every Monday through Friday, 25% off if you wear the shirt. The, the team has to be plain. Yeah, and we'll have every game on, though, right? Yes, we, we bought the league pass. Apparently, we are one of only two restaurants in town that has the league pass. Well, that's because the NBA charges $5 billion for it. But that's fine. But we paid for it because we care. We gave them $5 billion. And, and this it. is not really an NBA town, but everybody, like if nothing's going on, you'll watch an NBA game, right? Especially with 29 Kentucky players. Well, I mean, what, Every t- game what team be one does on not TV. have a Kentucky player? Like last night, 
um, four teams played. Two of them had Kentucky <laughs> players. I guess Toronto, Jody Meeks is done. Well, we're counting Jamal McGlure. He's, he, he doesn't play, but, he, but he, he takes Gatorade cups and yells at people. Um, I don't know. Does New Orleans – well, Darius is hurt. Uh, the Bulls, do they have one? That just popped in my head. Scotty Pippen. Well, he's not on there anymore, nor did he go to Kentucky. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not sure. But we have a lot. Most te- almost every team in the West has one. We, we've really sort of loaded up on the Western Conference teams. You know, like, you forget Kelton Johnson is on the Spurs. Now that I think about it, we might be on just about every team. The East is pretty loaded, too. Like, think of well, what are the teams where we don't have? We don't, I don't think we have anybody on Dallas. No. Celtics, do we have anyone? Not now. I don't think so. Good, because I hate the Celtics. Um, Philly? No. So, Celtics and Philly, those are a couple. Almost said the Jets. That's not an NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, actually have so players. Jets. We do have players on the Jets. Yeah, I was thinking of the NBA Jets, which don't exist. I think I meant the Nets. The Nets. Uh, I don't think we so. got to get to work on that. Well, we'll work. Maybe Archie Goodwin's still trying out for them somewhere. All right, so it's time for our, our picks. Phil Steele, uh, once again on on the, in this newsletter, apologize. He starts every newsletter by apologizing. Uh, for how bad he is, like he's almost, you know, he's almost too much, too apologetic. Well, I'd say it's almost criminal that he's taking money from people and giving these picks. He basically, you wonder if it's in his head, because he basically just continues to be like, "I know I've been terrible, <laughs> but this week it's me coming." Fifty dollars. Well, uh, but but I can't say anything because I keep paying him. Well, last <laughs> time we did a show, which was two weeks ago, you remember all of my picks were in line with Phil's, and I had a horrible weekend. Yes. So I'm blaming Phil. Even though I didn't know Phil's picks when I made mine, I'm still blaming Phil. And there's flies all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I could f- potentially find someone else. Like, I'm still giving Phil money. It makes me wonder, like, am I the guy who still <laughs> buys cassette tapes? <laughs> like, why am I still buying it? He's like, well, yeah, like, Matt's still buying it. Like, I'm the guy who's still like, you know what? The typewriter's coming back. I just need it. Just needs some more correction tape. I'm convinced that in his descriptions of his games, since they're such just scatterbrained gibberish, he's just recycling them. Like if you really read them, he doesn't even have the two teams right. You know, I never read what he writes. Exactly. Who does? Yeah, nobody. And he also doesn't use punctuation or anything. So lots of abbreviations. He doesn't explain. All right, let's start Missouri and Kentucky. Missouri's an 11-point favorite. That struck me as insane. Um, Kentucky, by the way, is just 5-12 and 12 against the spread as a home underdog uh, in their last 17 games. He actually has Missouri winning by 13, thus covering. It makes me feel even better about Kentucky covering the 11. <laughs> I just uh, – I don't know. Missouri has two road games. They lost them both. They were Wyoming and Vandy. Why are they a double-digit Games favorite? they should have won. Yes. They were 21-point favorite in one, and I forgot what they were against Wyoming, but it was a big one too. It does strike me as they shouldn't be favored by 11 over any team in the SEC, right? Yeah, well, I do that odds watch where I take the couple different things and what the spreads would be if the game were played that week. And for – the first five or six weeks weeks of the season, it was like a pick 'em between Kentucky and Missouri. And in the last two or three weeks, it's expanded all the way out to 11. But that's only because we've been playing a quarterback that we might not play. I mean, I, I got some intel 
right before the show, and I'm told that we're going to play both guys. Okay. Like, the plan is to play both guys for series. Makes me even more confident. They can throw. They were an 18-point favorite against Wyoming and lost, and a 21-point favorite against Vanderbilt and lost. So you like the idea of playing both guys? You know, you don't believe the old, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none? If Sawyer's healthy, I think you have to because there's no one's respecting Lynn's pass. And you can't play Sawyer the whole game. No. I think I'm of the belief if we had played Sawyer against Georgia, we lose by 40. Yeah, because, I mean, the clock wouldn't have been running because he'd be throwing incompletions. Yeah, and Lynn Bowden is able to scramble for first downs that keep the, the chains moving, right? And he didn't turn it over. Well, he had one in two games. But before those two games, we expected – I yeah. was expecting two or three a I game. I mean, you tell me before the Arkansas game, I get two games of Lynn Bowden at quarterback and only one turnover? I'm taking that. Yeah, well, for one, I don't believe you that that would happen. Yeah. So, you so like, I like Missouri. I mean, I like Kentucky to cover the 11. I do, too, and I think we can win. I, I think it's a coin flip. That's why if you're going to give too. me 11 I mean, points. I, what, what are, what's the money line? It's got to be, what, like plus 250, plus 220? Well, uh, let's ask the internet. You saying we should dabble in the money line? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna flop myself on it. Uh, what time's the game? Seven thirty. Seven thirty Eastern. That's how far I know six, down the scroll. Six thirty Central. Plus three hundred. Oh, come on, man! Plus three hundred. You mean I'm getting, I'm getting three to one like that? I like it. I do too. All right. Um, Michigan State, Penn State. That of course I always my first three are his three stars and four star locks of the week. Uh, Penn State is a six-point favorite. Now a seven-point favorite. It's moved. Phil has Michigan State winning by three. So he's he is he is going, and it is his three-star lock of the week. But I was going to go Penn State, so now I'm even more confident. <laughs> this might be the week I go against Phil every pick. Um, James Franklin, that was a big win against Michigan. Don't you fire Jim Harbaugh now? You have to. Like, why do you have him? Him not covering as an underdog ever is an insane stat. He's never covered as an underdog? Yeah. Ever? Ever. Well, at Michigan. But that's been five, what, four or five years? That is amazing. So, like, if he's going to get beat, he's really going to get beat. Yeah, he's, I'm not even going to get close to pulling off this upset. I want to get stomped. Why am I even trying? Yeah. Huh. Well, Michigan State, I, I'm not – Michigan State's one of those teams that allegedly people tell me is good that I'm not sure I've ever watched play. Well, our home, does that change your opinion? You and I have been there. <laughs> I mean, I think most of the people there are trying to leave. <laughs> East Lansing. Remember when we were in East Lansing? Yeah, I like East Lansing. Well, we, that's because Tomlin you, balanced a pitcher on his head while we sat at a restaurant. Yeah, you would not leave that bar. There was like <laughs> one bar. There was this whole area in East Lansing of bars. And I was like, let's explore. And you were like, no. Tomlin has a pitcher on his head. That's let's, pretty funny. A let's full sit right here. And the two of you just sat there. And I went out and explored by myself, came back, nothing had changed. Two hours later, you were in the same spot. Tomlin still was balancing a pitcher <laughs> on his head. Well, you couldn't expect him to get up and walk around with a pitcher <laughs> on his head. And I wanted to see how long he could leave it. But I felt like after two hours, you all would have moved on to something else. No, I was just more and more impressed he still had it on there. We'd still be there right now if <laughs> I had to kick this out. How our lives would be different <laughs> if we had just stayed there. That entire time. The thing I remember about that was that the I felt like everybody at East Lansing, it looked like the Jersey Shore had moved to Michigan. That's my biggest takeaway. I've been there three times now. When have you gone back? I think we've been twice, and I went once for a Michigan-Michigan State football game. When did you do that? 
Uh, it's been several years. Why? Big rivalry. Hmm. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, that's the most shocking thing to me is that everyone there dresses like they Pauly all, D. Yeah, they all. I'm look thinking like Michigan. D. Oh, they're probably all homely Big Ten people. Yeah, and it, it's they Pauly all D look everywhere. Like the, they all look like the situation. Yeah. And what was the one? What juicy? No, not no, juicy. not juicy. What was the little f- snook, snooky, snooky? And snooky. then you've got Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie and Jay Wow. Jay Wow. Gosh, how do we? Vinny. Vinny. Did you like that show? I I just <laughs> watched their new one. Uh, uh, Rachel. Rachel loves that show. Rachel made me turn off a, an, a game once because it was the debut of the Jersey Show, and she hates reality shows. Like I turn on, if I turn on Survivor, she's like, "Reality shows are stupid. Turn that off." And then one day she was like, "Jersey Shore is debuting," and I'm like, "That's the one that's okay." She only will watch reality shows where they make people flip their homes. Mm, yeah. like how often can you watch somebody flip a home? I watch it a lot, not by choice. That, that's the worst channel on television. Yeah, Abby, who cares Abby's about like, people's oh, we should buy a house and flip it? I'm like, with what time am I going to flip a house? Yeah, why don't you just? I would say to Abby, how about you just buy a house to live in first? Yeah, then start flipping. Well, we got that whole ghost issue. Does Rachel watch Florida Shore? Because that is the best show on television. I don't think so. Is that the same thing? But it's Panama Southerners? City Beach. It's amazing. New season, November fourteenth. Yeah, I, I'm I not paid by MTV. I'm just a big fan. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if she does. I want to go back to the other thing though. Why do people like to watch other people's homes get better? Uh, Maria, do you like those? I mean, I've watched them. You've watched them. Well, Jordan Rogers has one now. Jordan Rogers has one. Yeah, I watched it. It's called Cash Pad. And what does he do? Flips a house. And his what fiance. qualification does he have? To, I mean, just like... He and JoJo are, are... Now, is he the one that his parents don't talk to him or they don't talk to they Aaron? They don't talk to Aaron. So they chose Aaron. They chose Jordan over Aaron. And the other one. Jordan and the other one are good with the parents. Aaron's the outsider. You think Aaron's just a terrible person? I was in his corner for a while, and then I heard last Christmas they all sent him gifts, and he just mailed them back to them. That's like over the top, being an asshole. He mailed them back? Yeah. What is the fight over? I don't know. I, I've done some extensive the fact inter- that he interviewing. won't throw to the tight end in key <laughs> situations. I guess so. But yeah, he he, it's bad. That is pretty bad if you send the gift back. Like you could just throw them away and not tell them you threw them away. But to me, the charity is basically like f you. I don't even want these near me. Yeah, that's too bad. He, you know, because Aaron's good friends with Randall Cobb. Yeah, great friends, and he's at the Derby every year. But Jordan and JoJo are on cash pad. So who are we siding with? I've never seen cash. Is it? It's on HGTV. No, it's on uh, the the money NBC. Yeah, yeah. The, whenever Shark Take finally takes a break, <laughs> they slide his show on there for thirty minutes huh. and back. To well, Shark I Tank. do envy Jordan's hair, so maybe I'm taking Jordan. Uh, I'm going to agree with you and go against Phil, and I'll take Penn State uh, as well. He also his four star pick of the month. Oh, Memphis and Tulsa. What do we got? Memphis is a ten and a half point favorite. He has Memphis by two, thus he's picking Tulsa. I don't know much about Tulsa. I know Memphis just lost one they weren't supposed to lose. They did. But they've got a good running back. Yeah. He ran for like six hundred. I'm going yards. against Phil. Especially if it's his play of the month, I know it's gonna lose. <laughs> so you got Memphis covering? Got Memphis covering. I'm taking Tulsa. Here's the thing. I'll read you what he says. It's homecoming in Tulsa. 
Tulsa suffered its most lopsided month loss of the season, 47-21, and got held to a season-low 252 yards. It's time for that to change. I have a question. <laughs> Has any football game ever been decided because it was homecoming weekend? Well, you've never been to Tulsa's homecoming. <laughs> when, when you're an offensive lineman with your hand in the dirt and you look up at the guy across from you, are you thinking, it's homecoming? Well, no, no. When, when we played Arkansas, a lot of people don't know this, when Maggie was named homecoming queen, mm-hmm. it really spurred the team on at halftime. They were Logan like, Stenberg cried. I did see that. They were like, oh, if Maggie Davis is the homecoming queen, then I must go win this game. And it worked. Other than that, I just feel like homecoming is very overplayed. It's fun for everyone to get together and see old friends, but as far as football, no one's been like, oh, it's homecoming. We have to play hard tonight. I'm taking Tulsa because I'm really into that Kenny Rogers Tulsa turnaround song. Uh, That one, it's so weird, and Kenny was on drugs, and he talks about uh, a funky butt, and he, uh, no, you've heard it. I played it. Well, I mean, a lot of your songs run together. No offense. <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you haven't heard this. It sounds you would like re- something, Matt. You would remember was. it because it's all like psychedelic. It was during Kenny uh, Rogers' like weed phase. Okay. Well, anyway, that's why I'm picking Tulsa. <laughs> um, Texas and TCU, his another another three-star pick. And by the way, he starts it by saying, it's homecoming in Fort Worth. <laughs> Uh, TCU or Texas is a one and a half point favorite. He picks Texas by five. I really like Texas. Here. Yeah, dang it, I, I like Texas. I, I love Texas coming off a too close game against Kansas. People think they're down. This this might be my uh, six and a half star brownie play of the week. Why is it a brownie play? It's the first word I could think. <laughs> Get this fly. How about here. the flies <laughs> play of the week? I'm going with Texas as well. Yeah, I'm going to take Texas. Um, Speaking of Texas. But he's going – now, here's the thing. Homecoming in Tulsa was why he picked Tulsa. Now he's picking Texas, acknowledging it's homecoming in TCU. Homecoming doesn't matter and feels very inconsistent. Homecoming is was big in a Methodist school. When I was in Austin just a few weeks ago, all anyone wanted to talk about was Dennis Quaid. Apparently he's a big deal down there. Have you, did you see he just got engaged? <laughs> I did. He's like 65 and he's engaged to a 26-year-old. Yeah, apparently he just goes out in Austin like he's a sophomore in the local fraternity. So, so I'm not shocked. I'm shocked she's interested. Actually not because he's rich. But yeah, but I don't know. How rich do you got to be to to date Dennis Quaid 40 years older? <laughs> I don't know. That's Choose your own adventure. The heart wants what it wants. I'm just saying when I was in Austin, I'm told Dennis Quaid still runs the town. Like he, It's not Matthew McConaughey's town. It is Dennis Quaid's town. First of all, this is Fort Worth. That's not. I'm, I'm just saying because Texas. We brought up Texas. So here's the thing. He's 65, right? 65. All right, so I am 41. Rachel is 27. She's going to be 28. That age gap is, you know, it's a decent gap. It's not 65, 26, but it's an age gap. And I often feel like 90 years older than her. And she is a very mature 27, and I am a very immature 41. So I always think we meet at like 33. You're both 33. In our heads, okay? But nevertheless, like when I say, like I'll make a reference to something, for, for, like I, I, I talked, I said something the other day about how I remembered the day the first Simpsons came on, and she looked at me like I, she's like I said, I remember when the first Dick Van Dyke show <laughs> came on. Like she thought, I remember when we settled 
in America. Yeah, I mean, like, she, when I said I remembered the first Simpsons, you, I mean, like, because to her, the Simpsons is like the old people show. You know, like to her, she looked at me at The Simpsons like if my mom had said that she liked Donna Reed. And I just, it was like, gosh, I really am old. I can't imagine what a 65-year-old would say with a 26-year-old. That would be like... They must be meeting at 26. Yeah, I mean, that would be like my mom hanging out with Nick Roush. Nick is too old. (laughs) Yeah. Nick's what? Nick's older than 20. That's even a bad example. you got to go younger than Nick Roush. How old's Jack? That's probably more. Jack's not 26, but that, that's probably more accurate. I mean, that's an insane just thing to think about. I feel like the gap between me and Rachel is about as much as you can get and still really have really like, – like when I talk to our servers – that are in college, I have nothing. Like, we're, we're done. Like, I'm just like, how's your day? How's Thanks. your day? And they're like, oh, TikTok. <laughs> and I don't know what to do then. <laughs> <laughs> I just said TikTok because I hear that's the. So you, let's just make our bets. Are, are Dennis Quaid and his 26-year-old bride going to last? Well, no. I mean, that's, I mean, he'll either, like, like do any of those things last? You can't, I mean, you cannot marry someone 40 years younger than you and think that's going to work. Can you? I don't know. I've never tried. Well, what's the difference between Trump and Melania? Trump is 70, I, we just looked this up. Trump is 74? Melania's what? I think Melania's my age, isn't she? Melania's 49. Oh, she looks good for 49. Yeah. But that's still 25 years. How is Melania almost 50? Good for her. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, the moment you realize you got to spend your life with Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, all right, look, and, but listen, I don't care if you like him politically or not. Can you just imagine having to live with him? I'd, I'd help him spend his money. Like, you want to talk about somebody that everything's going to be about them. Like, you think, you, you think Trump's ever bought Melania a viola lamp? <laughs> no. 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 You think Trump has ever personally bought Melania anything? No. Like his assistants have bought all presents, right? Or she's just swiping away. You don't see her much, though, really. Like, do you? Well, that's probably figured out. Does she even live at the White House? Well, at first she was. She didn't move in. She stayed at their fancy golden New York apartment. Because you know, when she started this, she didn't think she was going to have to do all this. No. She's like, this is going to be an awesome life. We're gonna, and like now she has to go to Treasury meetings. I can't. Here's what I can't wait. Her book. That's the book, right? Like that is the book. Because when the Trump era ends, there's going to be a lot of people. Like, like I'm reading all the books because there's going to be a lot of books. And there's going to be a lot of like behind the scenes. Melania's to me is the one I'd like. If she would be honest, she would be the best book of all time. Isn't she just going to copy off Michelle Obama's book? <laughs> That's a good convention joke. Get it? Are you excited to go back to the convention? Hell yeah. That was fun. I don't know why our, our <laughs> colleagues, Ryan and Shannon, are being all negative about Iowa and next year's conventions. Oh, listen. I'm negative about, sorry, UK basketball fans. We've, we've done the big basketball trips. Give me the other stuff. Yeah. I, I want to tap me into new areas. The Iowa caucus trip is going to be awesome. First of all, people in Iowa are weird as hell. Just start with that. Secondly, the fact that we elect the president. I mean, 
that we, like people meet in people's living rooms, have tea and cookies, begin to yell at each other, and that's really how we start the presidential process. I'm all for it. And we're going to go to these town halls. We're going to go meet like I already have it set up. Like Andrew Yang has said, we can ride on the Yang Gang bus. The, we can be Yang brothers. Yes, we're going to be Yang gangers. Yang bros. I like this. I'm sure a lot of these kids... The Yang are, bus, is that what they call it? I don't know. They're so desperate for publicity that they'll do anything. I'm sure... I'm going to make you a prediction. Ryan Lemon will end up introducing one of the presidential <laughs> candidates somewhere. All for it. That's why I'm confused as to why no one else is excited. And the other thing is, we're going to be in these little tiny towns. That's what I'm excited That's where the fun like happens. We, like, I, I, you know, listen, I've now been to like every small town in this state. It's always fun. Like when we go on these trips across the country, it's always the weird places we have the most fun, like Mesquite, Texas. Yeah. It's never New York. So I, I just, I don't know why people, and the convention, everybody was so down on going to the convention, and it was a blast. Remember we saw the people fight each other? The Turks and the Milo, and they and fought. Bernie's people had a fart out in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. He just sat outside fart and out. farted outside and, the and arena. And Ryan lost his head when that bachelor guy walked by. No, that was me. I was on the phone with Abby and I hung out. Hung oh, up you on hung her. up on Abby to go hug him? Yeah, he's in jail now. He, he killed someone. What? Uh, yeah, no, in a wreck. But he, I think they were. He's in jail? Yeah, I don't want to put out false information. Except you sure. just did. Well, no, he had a wreck and there were beer cans involved and someone died and he left the scene or something. Wow. Well, so he went from. Remember we saw Don King? Don King, uh, Bun B. I'm a big Bun B guy. A lot shorter than I expected. He was a little fella. But we went to Boys to Men's rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Saw Matt Bevan rocking out went to uh, Kid Rock. <laughs> I his, forgot about Matt Bevan and his dad jeans. Yeah. Rocking out Singing to Kid Rock. Singing Paul We had me, us and Paul Mills, not Millsap. Paul, Paul Mollard. Scott Walker. <laughs> And who did we go? Who were, who was playing? Justin Rigg? <laughs> no, the buy you a boat guy. I'm buy you a boat and a truck to pull it. Who sings that? Yeti with some silver bullets. You yeah. buy me a boat. And Scott Walker's just standing there, his bald spot gleaning in the in the sand. Buy me a boat is by Chris Jansen. That was not who sang that. No, he performed at the convention. Chris Jansen did. Who was the guy we went and saw his concert? We went and we, we hung out with Scott Walker. We put up the three goggles. I, I don't know. Another terrible country. Maybe artist. it was Justin Mo Well, anyway, we, I, we, we got a little off topic. We're just very excited about Iowa is what we It's going to be fun. All right, let's go to Arkansas, Alabama. I love this one. If Tua is obviously out. Arkansas obviously sucks. What do you think the spread would be if Tua were in the game? 41. That would be higher. It's 35 with Mac Jones in the game. Is it? Well, you know what? Uh, Phil's got Arkansas covering. He's got, got Alabama by 31. 33. Arkansas is horrible. We barely beat them. I, I'm aware. <laughs> it's a big part of my uh, lack of optimism going to Athens. Okay. So, who you got? Well, you say they're horrible. They almost beat A&M. They're not that great either, and there's that stat. That game's been within a touchdown in the last seven years because they go to Jerry World. And, All right, so uh, what do you got? Alabama by $50 billion, even with Mac Jones. Even with Mac Jones? Yes. Huh. Arkansas is 0-6 against the spread on the road. 
Mac Jones will cover. All right. Maybe they'll play little Tua. Baby Tua might come in. You know what? I'm taking Arkansas to cover. Enjoy that. Once Arkansas covers, I'm going to just talk a lot of trash. Okay. Will Arkansas score? Where, where is the game, by the way? Is it Alabama. Like, oh, that, with that, their that, new that. light system they debuted. Which is pretty awesome, by the way. That, awesome. that looked really cool. That, that, that looked like – and they never play any games at night. You know, that's their big complaint. They've only had like three night games in the last four years. Yeah. Because they play, they, play, they play that 330 game like every week, you know. And then when they play any – so their problem is that when they play anybody good – it's at 3.30 on CBS. If they play anybody else, they put them at noon because they know they're just going to blast them. Yeah, how can we get the noon time slot? That, I don't want that noon time That stat of where we haven't played at noon in an SEC game since like 2013. But I'm glad. I don't want to play at noon. Oh, I want a noon. Why? Because it's Saturday. I want to enjoy myself, not sit in the press box. See, that's all one. you care about. All, all, Drew is so selfish. All he cares no, no. about is, Charles oh, I want to go do jigsaw puzzles with my honey darling. Here, here, Charles corrected us on something. He said players prefer noon. Be like the night thing's overrated. We're, we sit in the hotel room all day. We almost come out flat. He's like, you think it because of the crowd and the lights, but it's like it's much better for us to wake up and get right to it because we're fired up for the game that day. Sitting around until 7 makes it worse. Like Charles knows what he's talking about. Um, South Carolina, Tennessee. Tennessee. Had a shot to be close with Alabama, and then they fumbled it. South you weren't on the show. Did you think it was bad for Jeremy Pruitt to pull that guy's helmet? No, my fifth grade coach used to punch yeah, but, me. But okay, head. so what? Your fifth grade. I, I, I hate when people give that answer. Like if your fifth grade coach had like you know, take like drilled you with a hammer, that doesn't mean that people no, should I'm do not, it. I don't think you should punch someone, but he was. Pulling him to get his attention. I bet that happens 20 times a game. It doesn't. If it did, we'd know. I mean, like, the cameras on everybody. On the field. I bet the offensive line coach over on the bench has grabbed. Okay, but the question, leave it. I don't care if everybody does it. Should they? What? I agree with you on most of these things. What uh, Jerry Pruitt did, I did not think was bad. It was like, look at me, I'm talking to you kind of thing. Not a, I'm trying to read You understand if I did that to you and we worked in a non KSR environment. I, I could be fired for that. Yeah, but also if I, you know, we're working on computers. If I'm out hitting people for three hours, you've got to be fired up to hit people. But I'm not. But I don't <laughs> think that there's any. My point is, it's not necessary. Like it is not necessary. It's not something that needs to happen. So why do we justify it? Why do we? I do that on a lot of the contact. I don't think his was as bad. It was a, more of a look at me. I'm talking to you. Now, I do think they go over the line quite often. That specific one did not bother me. Of course it doesn't. Heathen. What's the, what's the, what's the spread? Four and a half. For who? South Carolina at Tennessee. Uh, Phil has South Carolina by one, so he has Tennessee covering. What do you think? South Carolina. Tennessee's a joke. The freshman quarterback, Maurer, has played three weeks. He has two concussions. Good. Might, might be work. time to hang him up. Yeah. Um, you, you're taking South Carolina? Yes. I feel like South Carolina wins this game handily, don't you? I do too. That might be my play of the day. Yeah. I, I, 84% of the money is on South Carolina. Yeah, I feel like – and Muschamp, by the way, is undefeated against Tennessee, 7-0 and during his time as head coach of Florida and South Carolina. Yeah, and I, I assume Tennessee's going to roll what's-his-face out again. He's never been good. Gua, Guarantano. Guarantano, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy that Tony Basilio calls Guantanamo, 
and then laughs every time like it's funny. Like 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 he that joke in his mind kills. If you want to hear someone talk about Garantano for four to five hours, just mention his name around my father, the Tennessee fan. <laughs> Not a fan of him. None yeah. of the Tennessee fans are. He hasn't done anything for him. That has to be really They hard. think he's the problem. Not everything else. Not as they, they should think everything else. <laughs> but I think most Tennessee fans all blame him. Well, that'll be easy. And then one day he'll be gone, and they still will <laughs> Yes. And they're still going to lose. Correct. And then what are they going to say? Correct. But if he's playing, I like South Carolina even more. All right. Virginia and Louisville. Virginia, surprisingly really good this year. Louisville, better than people think. Where is that game? Is that game at Louisville? Louisville? Okay. Virginia is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, Phil's got Virginia by seven. I like Virginia here. And that's not my Louisville hatred. I think everybody got excited because they scored 60-something two weeks ago. They're, they're better than we expected. I still don't think they're that good. I thought they were going to suck. I'll at least say they don't suck. Well, I mean, they scored 62, and that is very impressive. They also gave up 59. That detail gets left <laughs> out. Like, like, no, it, the score was not 62 to nothing. It was 62 to 59. That's a lot of points. I guess a team that's not good. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really hard with Louisville because they've actually played all right against good teams. I mean, they didn't play great against Clemson, but they were okay. Even though they got beat by a lot, but they were in that game for the first half. And then they, they, they're the only team that Florida State's beaten this year. But then they beat a weight team that was undefeated but also hadn't beaten anybody. The problem is the ACC is really bad this mm-hmm. year. Besides Clemson, it's not clear that anyone is any good. Like, anyone. You know a lot of people. Like, who's the second best team in that in that conference? Is it Virginia? <laughs> well, it may, it may be. North Carolina. And so, and so it, if it's Virginia, then you have to ask yourself, like, maybe Virginia. So I'd probably pick Virginia, too. I'm going Virginia. What were you going to say before that? I was just going to it's, it's certainly not Florida State or Miami. Name me a Virginia football player ever. Uh, Long. One of the Longs. That would have been Howie. Chris Long. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, name me another one. Uh, if they're not along, I don't have them. I can't. I, I was thinking about this the other day. When I can't think of a team that's a division yeah, Chris that's a BCS, your know, Power Five team. I can't think of a team whose football history I know less about than Virginia. Would you have gotten Chris Long before? No, I, said I would it? not have. I did. The Barbers play there. Ooh, no, they were. See if the uh, see if Ronde and Tiki played there. Hold on, I have my Maria. See if Ronde and Tiki. I I, I I mean I may be wrong. Oh, no, they did. And Aaron Brooks. Didn't know Aaron Brooks. Okay, I, I I wouldn't have gotten Aaron Brooks, but I remember that now. I for I don't know how I knew the Barbers played there, but that would have been the only one I knew. Outside of what we just named, not a lot on their list here. Derek Dooley, that's one of their notable former <laughs> players. Their coach is also a dude that, like, what's his name? He's African-American guy. Look, like he's Bronco Mendenhall. Oh, then that's not, he's, that's not an he's African-American not an African-American. Guy. That's the guy from BYU, Sports right? Over, yes. Okay, so, he, so that's why he's good. Not an African-American <laughs> guy. Uh, Ohio State and Wisconsin. I'm looking for an overreaction here. Maria, what's your take while he's looking this up on the, whole, on the whole do we have the Trump thing here? Here, do you, do you get, get her a microphone. 
Oh, you don't here, have one. Here, put, put, no, no, put, put. I want to hear your take because we argued about this on the thing, and like, and 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 I, it's it, my mentions are blowing up with people weighing in. What do you think? You're a woman, so speak for all of women in in, in the United States. I mean, putting politics aside, we should be welcoming to everybody at this restaurant. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, everybody knows I don't like Trump or Bevin, but like. If they want to have an event, do we do it? Not, why, why wouldn't we do it? Like I said, we should probably be welcoming to all, but I definitely know that there's going to be people completely against that. I mean, that's the way, I mean, it's politics. But, like, if Bashir... Well, yeah, we need to, exactly. If Bashir had contacted us and said, we'd like to have an event at your place. Yeah, we need to offer it to I would have said yes. Absolutely. If... Jamie Comer, a Republican, were to ask that. He's my friend. I would say yes. So do I not do the other people just because I personally, Matt Jones, don't like them? Well, this is a team ownership at KS Bar. So. Well, but we have team members who don't like it. Oh, I completely understand that. I mean, Ryan. Ryan's Ryan for it. Yeah, exactly. Drew's for it. Shannon's for it. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It has nothing I to do, do with think our there are, but yeah, views. I mean, that's, look, I don't know that any of us are Trump supporters, sure. but there are a couple of people who've expressed some mild worry about it, but you're for it. For it, not having anything to do with politics. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. And that's all my point. Thank you, Maria, yeah. for weighing in. Uh, that's Maria, um, CEO of uh, Kentucky CEO. Sports Radio. And by the way, if, if you have a complaint about the Trump thing, uh, uh, write Maria. I'm Maria, actually mad I'm going to miss the Trump thing. Why? I would. I don't like Trump, but I also am not one of these crazy people who are like, if you like Trump, oh, you can't do this. I hate you. I can't even be in the same room as you. It's like, well, you like him. I don't. What do you want to talk about? What do you kinda, want to get to eat? What do you want to do today? I don't care. Well, what do, what like. do I say when people are like, because this is what I'm getting. They're like, Matt, you're selling out your principles for, for money. Like the woman who said you sold your soul for a bowl of porridge. But you're not selling out your principles. This is KS Bar's principles. We haven't set a, a principle at KS Bar. It's your personal one, and you're an owner. But it's not like KS Bar's got a, I don't a know Democratic I, Party flag hanging out front. I also don't know that I agree with the I've sold out. My, my principle is that everyone has value, that we should be able to get along even if we disagree, and that free speech is important even if I hate it. So what? I'm not selling out my principle those are my principles. I just want, and there hadn't been many, but there have been a few people saying they would boycott KS Bar. You have to boycott every place Trump's ever been in his life, or that has hosted anything of that nature. Like you said on the show today, you can't go to Rupp Arena again. Sorry. Can't so go like, to KS Bar so again. Like Why can you stayed, go to Rupp again? If he stayed at the Hyatt, do you not get to ever stay nope. at the Hyatt anymore? He slept in there. You can't sleep there. If that's your attitude, I can't go eat food because that place hosted a party I didn't like. Then yeah. you can't stay at the Hyatt, and you can't go to a game at Rupp, and you can't drive on New Circle. <laughs> that might be a bit too far. You can't fly out of Bluegrass Airport. I just, I don't understand why people get so worked up over a restaurant. Not to get fired up on again we did on the but show. They but get, they get worked up, they get worked up because of me. Like, I, I am a lightning rod. And I mean, I, it is what it is. Like, I understand. But like... 90 people can do something and it's fine and then I do it and it's like but I think that's because people think that somehow I'm abusing my status as Kentucky fan 
I mean, that's why it gets people get so angry at the talk of me running. Is they're like, "You're a Kentucky fan." <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'm a human too. Yes. All right. Back uh, to the game. Ohio State, Wisconsin, fourteen and a half. Uh, Phil has Ohio State by eleven. Now, normally, if you take my people overreact to the week before, this would be a good Wisconsin play because everybody's going to overreact to the fact that they lost to Illinois last week. I agree. Or Wisconsin might just not be good. I'm throwing off on this one because I, I know your uh, overreaction theory, but I also think Ohio State's really good this year. I'm still going to take Wisconsin. I, they're much better than what they showed last week. And you say it was 14? 14 and a half. See, that half's good. It's a big half. I'm so going I, Wisconsin. I think I'm going Wisconsin too. I agree with that you. That being said, Ohio State is like really, really good. So you like their new coach, the dude. Uh, I don't even know who their new coach is, so I, I can't. Um, I, I have no idea who he Jason is. Jason Day. I think he's on the PGA Tour. Oh. His last name is Day, isn't it? Todd Day? Lee Mayberry? <laughs> Oliver Miller? What was yeah. his name? I have no idea what his name is. It's something Day. Look it up. Jim Day? I'm pulling it up right Ohio now. Ohio State coach. Ryan Day. I knew it was something Day. I've never heard of a person named Ryan Day. You know, what's weird is you should know that because you were the co-host with me the day that Urban Meyer got, like, the whole thing happened and they announced that the Day guy was going to be the new coach. We hosted Fine Bomb that day. I, I didn't know he got he, – It was actually the Ryan Day. Is he a permanent day. hire or is this a – It was a good line you stepped all over. It was the Ryan Day. Is he permanent or is he, like – I, think I guess permanent. he is now because they're doing he's so now. Well. I think they gave it to him temporarily and then he ended up earning it. Well, good for him. Congrats, Ryan Day. If you're listening, I had no idea you're the I coach. I doubt he's listening. But if he is, we're telling we better. They're going to be in the playoffs this year. Michigan, Notre Dame. How long have we been going, Maria? I just want to make sure it's not too long. All right, we're I have good. a very important wedding venue tour coming up, so I'll let you know if we're going too long. Oh, are you all oh, you're doing wedding venue tours? That's it's the so, worst. That's so sweet. It's the worst. Why don't you just say whatever? Like, why do you care? Like, just let Abby pick. Well, I have said that, but we haven't like found any yet. Like, Why? when she sees the one she likes, I'm not going to be like, no. she doesn't want to do ours. Well, she talked to Hubby a little bit. I, 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 I'm not – we're not – it may not 100% be done yet. That was so. a big part of it. We've seen a lot. But you're going to have the wedding in a church. Actually, we're looking at New York City venues right now. So, also. you're going to New York today? No, no. Next week, though, <laughs> we're, we have a tour of one. Oh, so you're thinking about doing a destination wedding. We're really struggling with the Kentucky guest list. Oh, dude. Like, seriously. really struggling. Like, how many people do you want to have at your wedding? If it was in Kentucky, ideally. Under 250. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time with that. See, because if it's you, in New York. You just, you just know too many people. That's the problem for you. You, you. you have, like, way too many friends. And if I have it in Lexington, I can't have 250 people and then tell someone, like, sorry, you didn't make it. But if it's in New York, I can be like, look, it's for just doing a small thing. You're not invited. Sorry. Keeping it. But if I the problem also you have is like you're not gonna be able to get married under the radar because we're gonna be talking about it all the time. Correct. So like, that's all right. We're just local is very hard. Well, you know when we do when we did our when we do our openings and stuff here. How many people do we invite to that? Like two hundred, two fifty, something like that. Like that's just really for the most part my friends, and I leave a lot of people out. And, you, and, like, you have more friends than I do because, yeah. like, I don't like people. It's so. a pretty big issue. And she's like, we've done a couple different exercises where we trim the guest list, and I can't get it anywhere affordable. So we're looking elsewhere so we can just so be like, make sorry. it so unaffordable for everyone else. I even asked her, 
on the invites when we send them out, just let me write a little, hey, if you don't want to go, it's cool. I won't be mad. Just wanted you to feel invited. But feel free to say no. I don't no. think she's going to let you say that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> if you don't want to go, it's, I'm good. Also, now that I'm involved in it, weddings are so outrageous. They are stupid. Well, we've already got all the estimates. These this spreadsheets, I don't want to get get off a rant here, but her spreadsheets go deep. I didn't even look at them until recently, and I texted her. I didn't even mean to look at it. It was up, and I was like, I'm about to pass out. Why do you have this? But just for a, a Saturday to celebrate marriage, my goodness, it is expensive. You know, Rachel doesn't want to have a wedding. Take her up on that. Well, I mean, like, I don't know if she doesn't. Like, I think that's what she means. She's like, I don't want a bunch of people. It's like, well, I, I – if I, if we get married, like I, I'm not gonna be able to not have any like, unless we just run away. So like kind of I mean, what we're thinking about. We're gonna go hide. You can't find us. One thing that's tough is you go go. Okay, well I, I have to invite that person, but then it opens a whole new category yes. of people. And if you the invite that one, huge. then there's ten others. It's like well then I can just eliminate them. That whole group's out. But Why don't you just make it like a spectacle? Like do it like a television show. I've already and then like like then it's like maybe you can get someone to pay for it by making it a spectacle. I have it sponsored by the heavy hitter. Well, no, I actually <laughs> I planned to read my own vows, and I asked Kentucky Branded if I could just slot an ad in the middle of my vows. We could have a sign. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna write your own vows. Oh yeah, we're oh, gonna. I'm gonna, gonna pimp so this writing out. We'll hang banners. That's name a sponsor. Oh so dorky. You can. You're gonna write your own vows. Oh yeah. I knew you were going to say it. Of course it's sweet. But, like, the idea of of Drew writing his own vows, it's going to be hard for us. Not oh, they're going to be silly. I'm going to be gonna funny be, in it. Oh, you are going to be funny. So you're yeah. not going to be sappy. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to be like, when our boats pass in the night. Well, if I, I do, I it'll be, like, over-the-top funny. Yeah, but a lot of <laughs> – well, I guess people know you. Yeah. I hope – I would like you to write, like, a serious, like, our – a sailor's path is towards the sun. But then I was redirected – by the light of your beauty. But see, if I said that, it would be funny. Well, but that's your problem. I'm not <laughs> sure you have the ability to say something serious. Yeah, no, like you, serious. you could say something really serious and nice, and people will just laugh because they won't think you're serious. That's why it'll be, it'll be fun. But do you, think, I mean, do you think Abby wants her wedding to be like a comedy show? Uh, Corey James is marrying us, and I'm pretty sure he's going to roast me. Corey James is your is Yeah, I married you. him, and he specifically said roast me don't make it lovey-dovey so i did and with his friends and family in attendance i roasted him at the altar okay well maybe this is different I mean, yeah all right you're enough. thinking you've been watching too many tv shows i about don't weddings. watch i watch no tv shows about <laughs> weddings i'm just saying i've been to many weddings i've seen none that people were like let's make this the comedy caravan oh this will be this is not going to be stuffy this is okay the only funny wedding I ever went to was when one of the groomsmen passed out and the wedding just ended. I won't have that. He was okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. And like, once you knew he was okay, but like, they just stopped the ceremony. And it was maybe the most expensive wedding I've ever been to. Like, it was <laughs> exquisite. I, I mean, I have no idea what it cost. And it basically just, it ended. And so everybody went to the reception and like, no one would drink or anything until they knew the guy was okay. And then they were like, oh, he's okay. And everybody was like, Woo-hoo-hoo! all right. Ours won't have that. All right. I might sell tickets, though. Uh, Notre Dame, Michigan. Game is at Michigan. Uh, Michigan, ooh, it opened at two and a half. It has flipped. Now Notre Dame is one-point favorite. Hmm. Michigan was the favorite. Uh, he's got Michigan by three. This is a game I would not bet because no result really would surprise me. 
Well, it's a big switch because Michigan was favored. Now they're the underdog, and we just said he's never covered as an underdog. That's right. Because so it changes, it brings the streak into play. So you I'm going Notre Dame. He oh, yeah. sucks in big games. He sucks in every game. Yeah, I'm going Notre Dame. They should have lost Army. I watched that whole game. They should have lost. Roll Fighting Irish. Okay, I'm not. I'll pick Notre Dame, but I would never bet that game. What did you say, Phil did? Phil has Michigan by three. Oh yeah, I'm good. Notre Dame. <laughs> All right, LSU Auburn, probably the game of the day. LSU's an 11 point favorite. Where is the? Uh, oh yeah, they're going to LSU. College game day is. LSU's a favorite by how much? 11. 11. Seems a little high to me. I like high. Auburn. Phil's got LSU by 14. Take Auburn. Now this is one where I would definitely stay away. I would bet Notre Dame. This one I have no idea because I like Auburn a lot, but LSU also is great this year. Mm-hmm. Does this change what you and I on on uh, Phil's or on Phil still on Fine Bomb always talk about the fact that we uh, don't believe in Ed Orgeron? Is this changing your mind? Uh, I haven't been as anti Orgeron as you. Uh, he's got a great quarterback on his hands, but I, yeah, I mean he's doing a good job. If they didn't go to Bama and Bama went to LSU, I would have them in the SEC championship. But because that game's at Bama, I have Bama. I mean, that's like the game of the year, isn't it? Yeah. And unfortunately, whoever loses will probably just have one loss and still not get that. Oh, they'll be out. They'll because be out. Oklahoma and Ohio State are so good. Well, no, Clemson's not losing. So Clemson's, Clemson, Clemson's I mean. definite. In years past, you could sneak in an SEC team that wasn't Yeah, but Oklahoma and Ohio State, they, I mean, this may be, there may be four undefeated teams. Yeah. Here's a scenario I think that is, is, is entirely plausible, which is that – uh, whoever lo- wins that game between Alabama and LSU goes to championship game and could lose to a Georgia team that's already lost. And then they get in and nobody And then it. the SEC gets nobody. Right? Yeah. Or, I mean. They'll put somebody in from the SEC. Alabama and LSU are two of the five best teams. I agree with you there. But I think what's different about this year is the four best teams, or five best teams if you want to throw LSU in, are just – a whole lot better than everybody else. Like, not even going to get upset better. The committee is definitely ruining for one of those other conferences, like Michigan to beat Ohio State or something, to give them an excuse to leave them out again. You can't have all undefeated. I mean, who's going to lose, though? Like, nobody's losing. The only team that I think could lose is Oklahoma. You could see them drop in a game somewhere. I don't know. They're pretty awesome. Well, so nobody's going to lose then. Yeah, so I'm saying they – you got to root for an upset somewhere. I don't Where know do you think? Do you think Kentucky makes a bowl game? Yes. What's the bowl game going to be? So you got to remember, Missouri's not bowl eligible. Missouri's not so bowl. like th- this is going to be a weird bowl year. So Missouri's not bowl, bowl eligible. Um, Ole Miss is not making a bowl. Arkansas's not making a bowl. Vandy's not making a bowl, and Tennessee might not make a bowl. So that would be five teams out. If you think that the, the, the BCS or whatever takes three SEC teams, which is very likely, then that means only six teams for like ten bowl spots. Some good bowls. So, so I don't – so like the SEC is not going to fill their allotment. The only reason I say that is Kentucky could end up in a lot better bowl than you think they will because – of just how it's going to play not out. Enough people to there's just not enough people. So Kentucky could end up, like we are talking about the Belt Bowl. I think there's a really good chance Kentucky, even a 6-6 six and six Kentucky, could end up in the Belt Bowl just because there aren't any other teams to put in it. Yeah, and I think they do. I think they're going to win enough to get in. I'm trying to look up Tennessee right now. How many wins does Tennessee have? 
I don't know. What is their record? That's what I was looking for. The record, I think, is that they, what they, have they beat UAB. They beat Chattanooga. Chattanooga, and then they won one other game, right? They beat uh, they beat somebody okay. Aren't they three and four? No, they're, t- they're two and five. So they're only two, so two they're and five. going to a bowl. Okay, well, so two and five, then who, wh- who's left on their schedule? Pulling it up. Because they actually play their easiest games on the back half. They still play Vandy. Well, they have South Carolina that, okay. that they're going to lose. Yeah. They I have us beating them as one of our six wins. So South Carolina, us, Vandy. They go to Missouri. They'll Missouri. lose that one. And then they close with Vandy. But Vandy's won what? But who else they play? So South Carolina, us, UAB. Missouri, Vandy, UAB. So they'll get. So they really need to beat South Carolina to go a, to go to a bowl. If they can beat South Carolina, then they probably then they have a shot. If they lose South Carolina, then they got to win out. Yeah, that's not happening. They're not going to a bowl. Huh. They're not beating Kentucky and Missouri on the road. They'll lose one of those. I think that's probably true. Yeah. So that's why they got to beat South Carolina though. Yeah, and they're not. You're not. They're not going to bowl. Write them off. Okay, let's do one more, and we'll call it a day. Let me find one. Um, well, first of all, let me give you his revenge, his series, and his technical plays of the week. Okay. His revenge play of the week is San Diego State. Any idea who they play? Uh, well, I already had it pulled up, so I do know, but I wouldn't have known. Who is it? UNLV. UNLV. All right. His series play of the week is Washington State. I don't. I've never understood what he means by series play of the week, but whatever that is. And then his technical play of the week, which is that the numbers say this is what you need to do, is Ball State over Ohio. I would say the numbers say don't listen to Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Is that too mean? His underdog play of the week, uh, Duke over North Carolina. You know my think for theory about Duke. Yeah, I don't I mean, even I'm touch not, those I'm games. Not, I'm not. I'm not doing. But it. I'll go North Carolina. I don't even know the spread. All right, so I'm just going to randomly pick one out of a page, and we'll do this one. Uh, Utah, California. Um, this is the twelfth meeting between these P12 foes. I can't imagine a scenario, Maria, where I would watch this game. If Utah, California was being played down in the bar, I would put the blinds down <laughs> so that I Utah didn't have to watch it. Utah is a 21-and-a-half point favorite. He has Utah by 14. I mean, i got to go against him. <laughs> I'm, I know nothing about this game. But I'm very so you have Utah covering I'll, even put, I'll put money on it right now. All right, so this will be the Drew – Hates Phil Steele with the passion of a million men. Yeah, play I'm of putting, the week. I'm putting $50 on it right now. I'll take Cal. Even. This is the Matt still gives Phil Steele money. I'll tell you what. This is what I'm going to say, Maria. Whether or not I subscribe to this newsletter again next year comes down to this game. <laughs> okay? You're Phil's only subscriber. This is his entire enterprise riding on one game. Basically, whether or not Phil goes to the or as my grandma would have said, the poorhouse. <laughs> my grandma always used to say her about the poorhouse. I, I don't think there is one of those. Is there? Is there a poorhouse? I've heard it used a lot. There's got to be one somewhere. That phrase has to come from somewhere. Did they like used to put poor people in a house? Which would be very sad if they did. And Unless I, they didn't have a house. And on the, then it's just for the record. If, the, if, if people are listening from a political standpoint, I'm against it. <laughs> well, I'm what ag- if they were poor and didn't have a home and they put them in a house? Good point. I'm for it. Yeah. See, I'm <laughs> as your campaign manager. Switch. I just help. Here we go. I found it. There's, it has a Wikipedia page. The poorhouse. Okay. A a government-run 
facility to support and provide housing for the needy. So we're pro poor house. I would rename it. But, but what do you mean, like, it's a facility? Like, what, like, give me an example of where one of them exists. Okay. This, this yeah, but, I mean, the Salvation Army is called the Salvation Army. It's not that's called the poorhouse. I, I think that would be considered one. I think we should get rid of the term poorhouse. Okay, but I'm, can but, you give me, is there an example? Like, does, is there, like, the Montreal poorhouse? It says poor farms. There's a poor farm in Virginia. Where we just put poor people on a farm? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of That's words. It's really here. terrible. Well, well anyway, Phil will be at the poorhouse. The point is, if yeah, so if, if if Utah covers the twenty-one and a half, I am ending my subscription to Phil Steele's power sweep. If if they if they if California covers, I will continue buying this drivel for future for future uh, generations. Does that sound like a deal? Big game. Go Utes. So, let me just say, if you if Utah covers, those of you who should write me and give me other suggestions as to where to put that money. Because it's not a small sum of money. It's like $200 we spend on this, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it shows up on our balance sheet. I think it's like $200. It's a lot to get inaccurate predictions. So, if it doesn't, let's see what. We'll even go farther. If we don't, if, he, if, 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 if I decide to get rid of it, we'll just give $200 to Maria. Maria gets a $200 raise. I think we got to give Phil a better chance than one game. How about one no, week? No, one game. We've yeah. given him five years. He's one been week, terrible. One week, I'll bring in a hamster, and we'll put two pieces of cheese out, and he'll pick games against Phil. And if the hamster wins, we're done with Phil forever. Can the hamster do something about these flies? Um, okay, so I know it's you. It's down to one game, Phil. It's it's it, everything's about this. All right, your whole it's either two hundred dollars goes to Phil or two hundred dollars to Maria. One of the things because I'll give them. I'm glad to give Maria the two hundred dollars. So Maria, Maria's you, gonna be a big Utah fan. Get your on Utah Saturday. shirt on. Twenty-one and a half. Twenty-one and a half. Alex Smith. He's Alex the Smith. The quarterback is Hano Matola. That's who you need to uh, to be rooting for. And they're ranked 12th, so you got a good team. So there we go. All right. Uh, thank you, folks, very much for listening. Just a couple little things. Remember, Trivia Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, Half Price Wings, and I give away $250 at halftime from Country Boy. And, uh, yes, what else? What am I missing? I'm missing something. And you're not invited to my wedding, even if I love you. Even if you're in my family and you're listening. You want to know something kind of funny? I just I, I, I try to end these shows and I can't. Maria's wanting to end it. But Tyler Childers had an Instagram post like a few weeks ago that said, Dear fans, I will not play your wedding no matter how much money you offer me. I didn't play weddings when I needed money. <laughs> I'm not going to play weddings now when I don't need money. And I saw that and I thought it was kind of funny. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I told Rachel, and she was like, oh, I was going to see if you wanted to have him at the wedding. But he doesn't do weddings. Does that break your heart? Well, she's really sad about it. And I was, well, like, I I was like, well, she, he wouldn't have played. And she was like, I bet he would have. I was like, I wouldn't have wanted to ask him. And she was like, well, I would have asked him. But if he'd never done weddings, I get it. No, I don't feel bad. But that's really bummed her out because she wanted to have – she was like, that would have made you, she was talking about me, it would have made you very happy. And it would have made me happy. But now I know he doesn't do it, so it doesn't bother me, but she's upset about it. But I understand, like, if you're him, you don't want to play a freaking wedding. 
Especially if you didn't do them before. At first, all that you're just—he was gonna be like, "Listen, I'm too famous now." Let me ask you: Do you believe him though? I feel like there's an amount of money that anyone would do a wedding. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you had, there's an amount of money where Elton, where Lady Gaga will do your wedding. Who should do my wedding? Do you have a suggestion? Metallica. <laughs> Affordable option. Um, the Wooks. Hey, I just I met the Wooks last week. They're, they're big KSR listeners. Yeah, actually, one of them with. said, "I know nothing about sports," but he makes me listen and pointed at one of his. Yeah, well, one of the Wooks wrote me yeah. and said that, and I, I they had the electric Wooks were at kicking it at the creek. It was those mm-hmm. guys, but they play like electric mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I, I like the Wooks. I saw the Wooks at a bar here. The Wooks would be good. I bet you could get them. I'm not even kidding. Like I wasn't like trying to be funny. I would get the Wooks. I bet they'd do it. Okay. They're getting some pub here. Well, they go to New York. Shout out to Wooks. Well, I don't <laughs> know about that. Shout out to, well, well, in New York, you have lots more options, but m- much better chance to get somebody terrible. Yeah. Um, Guess you all never Jesus know because you two aren't invited. <laughs> Are you not going to, do I not get to go? I'm not inviting anybody. I've seen what a wedding costs. I'm inviting my mom, maybe my dad. And we're getting this thing done with. Well, I'm coming. So, like, look, I, I feel personally invested. I will in give you the promo code for the tickets <laughs> when they go online. Get the Wooks. Okay, I'll get the Wooks. And then I'll see if I could get. Do you want to go venue tour with us today? Hell no. It's really fun. We got a bar here. You can have it here. Uh, trust me, I've already <laughs> suggested it. <laughs> we'll see you later.